Hey y'all, I'm Jordan Gill, host of the System Samey podcast. More entrepreneurs are seeking freedom and flexibility, but how does that really happen? Systems, of course. I'm lifting the hood to my successful life first business, sharing strategies and thought-provoking prompts to how your business can accomplish the same for you. Let's get it. Hey, hey, welcome to the System Samey podcast. I am really excited to spill the tea on this one because I have a lot of conversations and I talk to a lot of people, maybe you in the DMs, maybe you at events, maybe you in Voxer, who knows. But I just have so many conversations with so many different levels of business owners that all of a sudden I just really started to see some differences in how people approach being able to do more collaborations. So what do I mean by collaborations? I want to preface this for the sake of this conversation. Collaborations for this episode mean guest podcasting, speaking in person or virtually, guest experting, list swaps, and social media shout outs. It does not mean uh, referrals, affiliates, summits, or bundles. That does not mean you can't do those. But again, for the sake of this conversation, I'm I'm wrapping it. I'm making a a, a simple definition um, because adding in those other things adds in other complications. Basically, anytime that you are getting full blown shine in the collaboration. Okay, so. Why I wanted to touch on this was because uh, this quarter, I actually, let's see, I did five collaborations in January. I did six collaborations in February, and then I would have done five collaborations in March. However, I had to move to because I literally was traveling like a mofo and still am. So... If I look at that, that means I had 16, one six collaborations, technically 14 because two of them got moved um, and rescheduled in Q1 of 2023. This is not a judgment thing. This is not a look at me thing. This is a me literally pulling back the hood of, of, Again, when I say that I am a relationship marketing person, when I say that I'm a fan of collaborations and connections, I mean it. And when you look at my calendar, you will see that that is where I spend my time. So, you know, people are always fascinated by the sheer volume of collaborations, connections, different things I have going on. And most people are even more intrigued at the fact that I don't do a lot of pitching of myself or applying to things. I do. I have. um, But the majority of the opportunities come to me. And I'm very blessed in that way. And it's possible for you too. And today's conversation is going to be around, again, a lot of one-on-one conversations that I have with podcast hosts, event hosts, leaders of communities, and what 
probably a lot of them will not say out loud, um, mainly because it could kind of come off as, mm, I don't uh, elitist maybe. And so, listen, I'm going to just, I'm going to just talk because I can. It's my podcast. So, in these conversations, the general gist of, again, why this podcast host chooses this guest or why this event host chooses the speaker or why this leader of the community um, chooses this guest expert or guest coach, and it's because like attracts like. And this is, you know, the unfortunate reality with some fortunate benefits that I'm going to share. But you got to think about when somebody is putting on a podcast or an event or has a community, they are in charge of ensuring that their reputation their program, their podcast, or whatever doesn't get a bad reputation. Now, some people don't care about that, but I would say, again, the majority of people I hang around do care about their reputation, do care that um, they are bringing to the table things of value. <clears throat> and so they aren't going to just let some person come into their communities or on their podcast or on their events. And that's where a lot of people get frustrated, myself included. And because it's like, well, okay, now I got to be friends with them. And then I got to like, like, that just seems like too much work. Like, I just want to speak on their stage, right? Right? Like, just want to be on their podcast. Like, why can't I do that? And I'm not saying that doesn't happen, right? But what has to happen is that the podcast host, event host, or leader of a community has to have certainty and trust from you. Okay. Just like how, you know, you wouldn't just let anyone watch your kids or cut your hair or whatever. Right. Think about how protective you are of your children, how you look, whatever. Business owners are protective of their audiences, you know, just like you probably are protective of your own. And Again, I, I notice things. I'm, I'm a very observant person when I've gotten good sleep. <laughs> but it always, I was always so curious about like why it seemed like the same people speak in the same circles. And it's just like a tour, it's just in rotation. It's the same old, same old, same old. And again, it's because they're all friends, or they're all in the same mastermind, or whatever else. And that used to frustrate me <laughs> uh, before I had any of these things for myself. And now I really recognize that, yes, it is semi because they're friends, but really it's because of the certainty and trust and the protection of the reputation of that person, right? And how this, and, and again, I am speaking even on my own behalf of 
you know, I don't just let anyone come and talk to my identity alumni, or I don't let just anybody speak on my stages or anybody just come on my podcast. There are levels, right? And I have noticed that when I have brought people on that I didn't know, I felt more uncomfortable. And in some cases, I didn't air podcast episodes. And so it was like, okay, well, that was a waste of my time, right? I'm very efficient. I have to be efficient for my chronic illnesses. I don't have a ton of energy to just sprinkle around like fairy dust. So, you know, Trina is very protective of me now. Trina is in charge of my schedule and, again, who I connect with when I'm in town for certain things or who's on my podcast, whose podcast I'm on, all that stuff. And so I want to talk about this because I need, for those of you looking to be on podcasts and speak at events and and guest expert in people's communities, I need you to recognize that like it's, it's not you, right? It's not you that's holding something back. It's that you have not portrayed to these people how they can trust you, how they can be certain you're going to provide value to their audiences, and how you're going to either keep their reputation intact or boost their reputation. That's it. And so during a lot of conversations, and again, I recognize this in my own bias, so I'm not even going to pretend like I don't have this bias. Podcasters like interviewing podcasters. Event hosts like to hire similarly, right? They like to hire people who've spoken before because then they know, okay, they get the lay of the land. They understand how this is going to go. I don't have to over explain. I don't have to do much more work, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, same thing with, with leaders of communities. It's like, okay, have you been a guest expert before? Like, and, and one way or another. And what's interesting about that bias that, again, I even have for myself is the fact that, you know, when I see somebody who has a podcast as well, and if I'm looking for a podcast guest, I feel more comfortable if I don't know them personally, I will override that if they have their own podcast show. And again, that's mainly because they get it, right? They understand how podcasts work. They've, they are committed to their show. They obviously are interested in providing value because they have their own show and their own platform and their own asset that they want to build. And so that person isn't just going to come on my show and use my show in some way, shape, or form to like sell or be slimy. Not to say a, this is a very overgeneralization, by the way. Because, yeah, there's certainly podcasters that are sleazy and slimy and weird. But generally speaking, 
if you have your own platform that you're building or you have created your own stages or you have done, taken, I guess, taken the initiative and commitment to build your own platforms, that is why you see the same people speaking in the same circles or sharing the same information or only you know, affiliating with the same folks. It's because a lot of reasons and a thread of the fact that I see you. I see that you're willing to literally have 300 episodes of your podcast. You're committed to the value that you bring to the table, to the world. And so therefore, if I have to choose you, podcaster, or you, someone who's not a podcaster and not really building your own platform, but you want to come on my podcast, there is more weight with the podcaster because they're committed to bringing value into the world. And let me just say, that doesn't mean that you need to go out and start a podcast today just to prove a point, right? Right. I'm sharing this as insight into, again, the psyche of business owners who are putting in the work. I was talking to my friend Sonia the other day, and she's like, I think, you know, people really are drawn to you because you put in the work. <laughs> like, people see that, yes, like you rest, you beanbag, but like, you also are showing yourself in uncomfortable positions or, you know, stretching yourself and trying new things. And that, again, like, like attracts like. So if I'm somebody who, again, is all about the rest, all about taking care of yourself. And when I work, I leverage that time. I want similar people in my sphere. You know, because again, I don't want people who are just opportunistic and who just want to be on my podcast so that they can check the box um, or say that, again, I was on the Cincinnati podcast and that means Jordan approves my company and that I'm the best person ever, right? That's not, that's not fun. Because I put a lot of effort into my podcast. I put a lot of care into my events. I love on my alumni and past students because I care and because that's just who I am. So with this knowledge, and again, I don't know how y'all are taking this as I'm saying it, and I want you to, to hopefully understand that this is coming from a place of care And again, me being willing to say stuff that maybe other people would not in a public forum. And I have a question for you around surrounding this, and that is, would you be willing to build your own platforms or assets to use as leverage for more collaborations, right? So I actually started my podcast all the way back in 2016, What Is Life? 
And the reason I started my podcast was twofold. Number one, I wanted to actually become a better speaker. And so I knew that I had to talk a lot in order for that to happen. I needed to get my reps in. I needed to practice. And so instead of waiting around for somebody to to have me speak on their stage, I was going to practice across 320 some episodes up until, you know, at this point. And I was going to become a better speaker as far as tone, as far as pacing, as far as the ums and the likes and the filler words and stuff. So that was my number one goal. And then my secondary goal for my podcast was to use it as leverage to connect with people who would not connect with me otherwise. And so that really was so powerful because there's definitely people who are on my podcast. So like, there's no way they would have talked to me or given me the time of day, which is totally fine. And I wanted to be able to start that connection, start that relationship in some way and provide value. And so I think that a lot of people create their own platforms and assets like podcasts or events or communities and things, obviously for their own authority and their own like uh, revenue, right? If they're a leader of a, a paid community. However, I look at it a little differently because again, I know what I talked about at the very beginning, which is like attracts like. If I want to be on more podcasts, me having a podcast is just going to elevate or again, maybe get my application, you know, at the top of that top of the pile because I have a podcast. Or again, I have events, right? I've done six virtual events and I'm about to do my first in-person event. And so people are going to see that I am dedicated to my value so much that I am putting loads of my own money initially into events to bring more value to my community. What does that say about me that, again, someone who may not ever, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying you need to go out and create your own events. Please do not. (laughs) As someone who's, again, in the thick of it. Uh, But what I am saying is, what assets or platforms can you create as leverage to open up the lines of communication and connection that you may be looking for or that may help propel your business forward? And are you willing to do that? I don't know. I can't answer that for you. That's you. So I wanted to have this conversation again I know that the uh, titling and and whatnot may have been a little dramatic. And at the same time, I think that it is important that you know this. I have so many conversations with people who are like, I want to speak. I want to, again, guest expert. I want to do this. I want to do that. And again, it is, it's that like attracts like. It's being able to showcase, you know, your level of commitment to your business and, again, like what you want to bring into the world. And so 
that's why you see the same people speaking on the same stages every time. And it's like, okay, we get it. Yes, it's because they also have an audience sometimes, right? And I think that a lot of it is as well that, you know, this person trusts the other person to, again, have the certainty to provide value to their audience. They trust them to, again, show up, you know, um, pay attention to details. And also, they know that this person is going to either, again, maintain their reputation or boost it. And that, again, may land, interestingly, for a lot of folks. And at the same time, I think that it actually is a really powerful place to be. So instead of being like, why am I not getting speaking engagements? Why am I not getting on podcasts? Why am I not? Why am I not? Why am I not? Maybe we need to look at all of this and through the lens of how can I provide certainty, trust, and again, highlight that I'm going to even out their reputation or boost it. How can I create opportunities to show podcast hosts or event hosts or leaderships of leaders of communities? How can I showcase that better? Because you have absolutely the power to do that, right? There's so many people who, again, just want to do the the template, toss it off and spray and pray to all these opportunities. And really, you're you're just not going to be able to make the headway that you would if you, again, potentially built your own platforms and assets that are the work. Because, again, I could send an email that says, like, you know, I have done this and done that and yada, yada, yada. People can write words about whatever they want. And I guess now with AI, people can make photos of whatever they want. But like, I can't not show the fact that I've had six virtual conferences. I can't not show that I have, you know, eons and eons of client testimonials and past alumni of my group program. I can't not show that I have 320 episodes on Apple and Spotify and Google Podcasts and whatever else. I can't not show that. And so all of this comes down to this, where if you are feeling like you're having to tell, 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 and like prove who you are and justify that you'd be a good guest or a good speaker, that's that's the tell part. And instead... A lot of people, again, that you see over and over and over again are in the show part. They're in the part that is, again, you can look me up here and see exactly what I've done with your own eyeballs. Because again, people are going to trust what they see versus what you say. 
again, this is human nature. I don't have any control over this. You can, you know, be upset about it, but I, I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> I'm just sharing it on this episode because I want everyone to take very, a, a very close look at how this could impact and actually create change with you having more opportunities like this. And I want to encourage you in case you feel discouraged. If you're like, oh my gosh, I don't have a podcast. I've never run an event and I've never had a paid community. This means I'm never going to have the door open for me. That is absolutely not true. But what I do know is that business is not done by yourself. And anybody who says that is a liar, in my personal opinion. (laughs) Right? So business cannot be done by yourself. And I don't mean like in a solopreneur way. Like, yes, you could be the only person in your business, 110%. And what I mean is connection, relationships, and community, right? It's a whole saying, like rising tide lifts all boats, right? And something that I learned very, very, very early on in my you know, what is it coming up on nine years in the industry, seven years as an entrepreneur is that, um, I worked for again, Melanie Duncan, who they had partnerships with two other online entrepreneurs. And what was dope about that was I got to see all of these interesting inner workings of these like seven, eight figure businesses. So how they had their businesses structured, I don't know all the details because, again, I'm, you know, I know a lot, but I didn't know everything. But they were all interconnected. And what was cool to see was that there were people who were on Team Melanie. There were people who were on Team the other entrepreneur and then the second other entrepreneur. And then they had this chunk of team members that would rotate between all three of those online entrepreneurs. And across all three of them, there would be 14 launches per year. And so this launch team, which was several individuals, this launch team would float and move through all three of those online entrepreneurs And it truly was the dopest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) And I'm still like so perplexed um, at how well that worked. Because think about it. Like if you and two of your biz besties, you had some team members that made sense to only be on your team. But then you got to share and have full-time employees across three businesses and you were affiliates for each other. Like how powerful that is. Right? Because your launch team isn't just doing your three launches and then, you know, deucing out. They literally are doing 14 launches a year. You know how good a launch team gets after 14 times a year? Really freaking good. And you learn every launch and you're learning conversion things and you're testing things. And all of that knowledge is being dispersed across the three businesses. And 
literally from that moment, I was just always intrigued. And I just was like, that's how it's done. Business is not done alone. I never saw that confirmed in my business journey. And I'm so grateful for the experiences that I've had. And that's really what I want you to feel grounded in, in this conversation is that, again, you are not meant to do business alone. It's done in community and relationship and connection. And so after all that, I just wanted to say that I have been brewing on something. Uh, And it is around collaborations. Not a shocker if I'm talking about it on this episode. It is about connection, community, really, again, how to have more opportunities to collaborate that are fruitful and that are, you know, efficient with your time, that are mutually beneficial for both parties. Because at this point, like, where do you go if you want to collaborate? Like, where do you go to say, hey, I want to connect? You know, you usually are in communities or memberships that have nothing to do with connections and collaborations, or you're in free Facebook groups, or you're, I don't know what you're doing. But again, for people who are like, I want to speak more, or I want to be on more guest podcasts, again, you are having to do a lot of times cold outreach, having to create a cold campaign, hire an agency, which again, are not all bad things. None of these things are bad. And I'm brewing on a better solution for some folks. And so I would like to invite you to give me some help and some insight. If you're somebody who's looking to collaborate more, and by collaborate, I mean being a guest podcast host, speaking virtually or in person, being a guest expert, um, social media shout outs, or like list swaps. Um, if those things intrigue you and you want to do more of one or all of those things in 2023, then I would love for you to take a survey for me, which I know was not on your to-do list today. However, it would be extremely helpful. Uh, and so if you could go to systemssaved.me slash collaborate, then I would be able to gather even more insights into what it is that I'm building that, again, is all around how do you like, where do you go to find more connections and collaborations? It will not be a directory. Um, there's nothing wrong with directories. And again, what I'm creating is, again, things that I'm seeing outside of the online space that if brought to our space could actually be really dope. So uh, again, if you would be ever so helpful to do my 13 question survey that SurveyMonkey says will only take five minutes, literally, that would be so beyond helpful for me. And I so appreciate it. And yeah, I think it's anonymous too. At least I've made it. I've checked the boxes. So again, you don't even have to let me know who you are. But it would be so helpful if you would do that for me today or again soon so that I can, again, start building something really dope. Uh, That is it for today. Uh, Happy Friday. I hope that you have wonderful weekend plans. And again, I look forward to having 
the opportunity to be in your earballs again soon. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for daily advice or LinkedIn if that's more of your jam. Let me know if anything resonated with you by DMing me or tagging me in stories.